Welcome to Ladies Roadmap to Living Ageless. I'm Joe Jamie Tyler. And I'm Lana Helda. We're bringing you a community of modern age women and experts to share their stories of wellness, lifestyle, and experience on how you too can live a healthier, more vibrant life. And we're not just all talk, Lana. No, Jamie, we are self-proclaimed, lifetime self-care, soul-seeking junkies, and we're demonstrating the power of reinvention as we take to the road in this fabulous tour bus, proving age is irrelevant. Welcome, ladies. We are so excited today. We have Franny Gold, a Grammy-winning songwriter of songs you've all heard by Pat Benatar, Whitney Houston, Christina Aguilera, and even the iconic Diana Ross. However, ladies, we want you to stick around because Franny's most recent project, she has created something we all need, and it's magic pants. So welcome, Franny. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You know, It's so fun how we end up meeting all our guests in some way or another. And we actually came across you. We we know you, but you don't know us because we were sitting in the audience of the Move for Minds event with We weren't sitting, we were exercising. I have to qualify that. (laughs) Yeah. We were exercising at the Move for Minds events and you were there and courageously sharing your adorable husband with us in your story about his fight against early onset Alzheimer's. However, today, Miss Franny, we definitely know that's a huge stage in your life and we want to, and that's where you are right now. So we want to talk about that. But first, we want to talk about you. Uh oh. (laughs) (laughs) We want to talk all about you. Yes. All right. Your story of reinvention, perseverance, and you have a solution for so many of us women. Um, So you started your, you were in Chicago. Uh, Well, I grew up in Chicago, and uh, I came out here to pursue my dream of being a songwriter. Uh, And um, do you want me to start there? Yes, yes, because everyone's going to want to hear about that. I just got a text that um, it's the anniversary. You spoke of Diana Ross, and um, that was my first ever hit. And um, I... uh, they're having the anniversary of her Central Park concert, and it's going to be shown uh, nationwide in a lot of different theaters. Her Central Park concert, of which a million two hundred thousand people showed up, wow. in the rain, and she sang my one of my songs, and yeah, so that's happening. Tell us which but, songs. Um, I came from Chicago to pursue my songwriting career. You know, I did what everybody does. I knocked on a lot of doors. I tried to meet a lot of people. I was very, very lucky. Um, I was playing the piano. I was staying at the uh, Hyatt House on Sunset, also called the Riot House. Um, And uh, this guy, I was practicing in the ballroom, which is the only room that had a piano in the hotel. And this guy happened to be waiting for the elevator, heard me, and walked in. And uh, he approached me and he said, you know, 
hi, I, I was listening to you from the elevator. You're amazing. He said, play me a few songs. And he did. And I, and I did. And uh, the next day I was standing at the front door of Barry Mann and Cynthia Weil. Wow. There is, some, are there is some luck in that one. Iconic songwriters. Wow. Um, you're my uh, you're my soul and my heart's inspiration. You've lost that love and feeling. Here you come again, just once. I mean, they've written so many songs, um, and they took me under their wing, and so that was my intro to LA. Wow. Um, so how I was, old were you? I was uh, like late twenties. Wow. Well, so you know, really. Fortunate. I mean, you so exemplify everything we talk about. I mean, you're a mother, a wife, an author, a songwriter, an advocate, a clothing designer now, and obviously you're a caregiver. Tell us about how you had to pivot because from what we researched and read about you, when when the internet happened and things changed... You, you and your husband both had to pivot and find another way. Yeah. Well, as everybody probably knows by now, um, you know, everything took a turn. A lot of businesses um, and ours was hit particularly uh, badly. And a lot of people were downloading for free music. Um, so we were trying to figure out like what the new paradigm was, how we were going to fit in. And, um, unfortunately while that was happening, uh, Paul started having, um, well, I didn't know at the time, but was having symptoms and I just thought it was maybe depression, midlife crisis. Um, didn't really know what exactly it was. And, um, I just, we both kept going. He would have meetings. Nothing was really happening. Um, I was noticing that it was just more difficult to make money in the music industry period. And, uh, in about 2011, I decided I better sell my catalog, which was really a difficult thing for me. Wow. Um, they're like your babies. Sure, You've nurtured them. You've you know taken care of them all these years, and um, but I did sell, and uh, it was a good thing because we did need the money. And two years later, at fifty-eight, Paul is diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's, which changes your just life forever. Changes your life forever. Well, so Franny, um, I have, uh, my family's in the industry with their actors, but I know what it's like to have to go through something like this and have this crashing on you at your face. If I can't make money in my industry, what am I going to do with my life? I can't imagine what the feeling was like for you. You know, it's so funny. We always tell our ladies, do your passion, go after it. Maybe all these years you've been at home mom or you've had a job you can't stand change and do your passion. Well, you were doing your passion your whole life. I was exactly. I mean, I did it my whole life. I was very, very lucky. Um, I, I was, uh, you know, got many awards. I was Grammy nominated. I wrote for some of the most 
amazing worldwide famous artists in the world. Um, worldwide famous artists in the world. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, but it just, you know, became more difficult as, as time went on. Um, and, you know, after Paul was diagnosed, I realized I had to sort of reinvent myself. Um, it's not easy. I mean, I, you know, people say, oh, my God, how did you do it? It looks so easy. You make it look so easy. I, uh, I work my butt off. Um, I never imagined I'd be doing what I do now. Never in a million years. Well, and this, that's a great segue because in, in Business 101, what do they all say? Find a problem or find a solution to a problem. And you tell very eloquently about how you saw this problem out there. It was a problem you were having and you found the solution. So tell us how you found, how, how this all happened. Uh during my son was going to school, we were doing a lot of fundraisers every year to raise money for the school. I'm sure all the parents out there can relate. Um, and, uh, and ooh, sorry about that. After we had donated lots of music things, like Paul would always be able to get like a signed guitar from somebody or drumsticks or sheet music, whatever, and they would auction them off at the uh, parent fundraisers. And once that, you know, you, you can only ask so many favors. Uh, I just said, you know, a lot of the moms are always asking me where I get my stuff. Uh, they like a certain thing I'm wearing. How about if I do a boutique this year? So I did a boutique in the school gym and, um, had a ball doing it, loved curating it and getting all the stuff. And by the end of the day, we were sold out. And um, who knew that I was actually forecasting my future and creating my reinvention. Um, and that's exactly what happened when Paul was diagnosed and I realized I was going to be the one, the bread, main breadwinner. You know, I was like, wow, I kind of have already begun to reinvent myself. And um, I set out to try to fill a niche. Like I wanted clothing that was like fitted, um, stretchy, structured. Uh, I didn't want to live in a box. I wanted to look cool. And not, not have yoga pants on every day. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Although I do love a good yoga pant. We have some. But um yeah, and I just, I didn't know anything, zero, nothing. I didn't know what a single stitch, a double stitch, grading, marking, sizing, nothing. But I love a challenge. It's kept me so busy, um, which is wonderful because, you know, that helps me fight my obvious sad sadness and grief every day having something to do and pour myself into. Um, we love that because so many of us at our age, we are, we are, you know, we have challenges in our life. We have tragedy in our lives. And I think what you're saying is that you did have something to pour yourself into to get through it all. 
Uh, that God. is fantastic. But one of the things I love, we were reading how you said, I thought this is hilarious. You said, I didn't know the first thing about the fashion industry, except for the fact that I spent a four small fortune contributing to it. Exactly. <laughs> you exactly. And loved everything about fashion. And so that's what I was going to ask you is, here you are, you have no idea what to do. What was your first step? Oh, my God. Um, I, I mean, I don't know exactly what, I don't remember what the exact first step was, but it was just like, I found myself like, you know, spending afternoons walking around downtown looking at fabric. I mean, like, why? You know, and being fascinated and pulled in by it and imagining like, oh my God, this would be so cool if we made, you know, I could come up with something and make something like this. Um, but the I magic had, pants were first, right? Was that yes. kind of first? And the reason you came up with magic pants was because you couldn't find <laughs> a pant that fit right. I could not find a pant that fit me right. All the pants at the time were the low slung. Yeah. I wanted something to come up to my waist. I wanted something that was a little higher in the back so that when I sat down, I was not, you know, pulling oh, or feeling yeah. uncomfortable. <laughs> and I wanted something that smoothed, you know, smoothed everything out, <laughs> pulled everything together, Don't but we all. comfortable, and I could eat a meal. And I... I couldn't find it and I didn't, and I wanted it to be a little bit dressier than a yoga pant because I like to feel, you know, finished and, and looking my best when I am not wearing my yoga pants or leggings. Um, so that's what I set out to do. And I don't, I went to a million people, uh, looked for the, just the right fabric um, met with pattern makers, sewers, uh, all kinds of people until a hundred or more, uh, samples later, I said, yes, I think this is close. Did you set off to, I know that your products are made in America. Is that one of your inner values that you wanted to have happen? You know, ideally, yes. I, I know that most brands end up in uh, other countries, China, India, uh, South America, Mexico. I really, if at all possible, that was my goal to stay made in the USA and ideally made here so I could stay on top of it. Um, I'm a bit of a control freak. I want to know that everything that I make and then I'm sending out, I can stand behind that I feel great about, that I know who's making it, who's touching it. I mean, it, when you have a piece of clothing, you can't imagine, I never knew this, how many people's hands your garment goes through. You want those to be, or I wanted that to be um, people that are being paid, that are loving what they do, that there's good vibes in the clothes. I know it sounds crazy, but when I put something on, I love knowing that, that the people that touched it are good, hardworking people. They're being paid a fair wage. And um, 
I mean, when I walk in, because I also speak Spanish and a lot of them are Hispanic that work in the garment industry, we are all hugging. We talk. It's, it's a very mutual thing that we do. But part of that is, is that. a subtle thing that that when you stay aligned with your values like that, you do get the payoff on the end. Maybe it doesn't come as quickly because maybe your margins aren't as high, but the longevity of it. But I also think we also know, need to say in LA, you have access to a lot of great uh, houses, workrooms, don't you? Um, yeah, well, more and more, there a lot of people are closing, unfortunately, because so much business is going overseas. Um, we have, I I am again, so fortunate. Uh, I have a wonderful manufacturer, um, and she, uh, does, she's in-house, she does everything for me. And, um, uh, I was lucky to fall into her hands through a friend of mine when I was sort of at my wits end and I was sort of ready to give up. And you know how sometimes the sunshine comes out for you. That was my sunshine. Well, talk a little bit about the perseverance because you do write about your history in the songwriting business that it taught you early on to have that kind of staying power and perseverance. But we talk about, you know, by the time we're talking to women, they've usually hit this, their success. And I think it's so helpful to others that are trying to start something new to hear how difficult it was for you maybe at, at some point in time and how you did persevere. Maybe you could tell us about a couple of your big roadblocks that you or obstacles that you ever overcame. Well, the biggest one as far as starting the company um, which we're now like, uh, August will be three years old. So we're like two and th- three quarters old. Um, yeah, I'd sort of hit a wall because I'd been to a million pattern makers and sewers and, um, grading people. And I, I didn't know how to kind of put it all together. And where do you even find someone to help you to do that? And, you know, I was trying all different things. Um, and, uh, you know, my favorite quote by Randy Pausch, you know, the brick walls are there for others to show how persevere, you know, how your perseverance is and how you're going to break through that brick wall. Um, I just, you know, I wasn't going to give up, but at yep. the same time, I had that moment of, I remember calling my friend, uh, Sumi in, in tears and just saying, I feel like I'm about to give up. I don't want to, I just need that person. There's somebody out there. I know, you know, that person, please help me. Mm-hmm. You help asked. Me. Mm-hmm. I asked. And she said, well, I do know someone. She's very busy. I don't think she has time to take on one more project, but I'll send you her number. I called her the next morning and um, I said, can I come down? Can I meet you? And she's like, yeah, I'm so busy, blah, blah, blah. She said, oh, okay, okay, come down. I went downtown. I brought 
everything, every sample, all my fabric. I mean, I came up there like a bad lady with a million things, <laughs> which of course I always get scared that I'm going to become. Um, <laughs> Stop. <but> we- <laughs> any, I um, dumped everything on her table, her cutting table, this big long table. And I said, I need help. I don't know anything, but I really feel I'm close and that I'm on to something. I think we're talking about your gut and we keep hearing this over and over how we have to listen to our gut. If that gut inside of you is really saying, you can do this, you just got to get through. And it sounds like you were right there. But one of the things we heard was that there was a turning point, another turning point that was very positive for you. And that's when Oprah contacted you. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty amazing. Um, uh, well, you, you know, uh, Dana, Dana, who owns Vector Apparel, um, she did take me on and we did create what I wanted and we started and we pressed the button September of 2016. A couple months later, um, I, had sent the, the pants to this friend of mine who turned me on to Dana. And, um, and as promised, and then I also sent a pair to her partner who happened to be friends with Adam Glassman. She sent him a selfie of herself in the pants. <laughs> and he was like, what's this? What do I need to know about this? We sent him the pants. And the next thing we knew, uh, we were told we were going to be in the January issue of O Magazine. So we had, so we started January to August 1st of 2016, January 2017, we were dubbed by O Magazine, Adam Glassman, Oprah's creative director and stylist, uh, the magic pants. There you are, and there, and that's where you got your name. That's where we got our name. That's awesome. I mean, tell us about that feeling. I want to know about that feeling when, when all of a sudden you see and hear that your pants, your creation, your other creation that came from that you never thought would ever have, you wouldn't have imagined, gets in O magazine. You know screaming up and dip, you know, jumping up and down, screaming, looking over and over to make sure I saw it correctly. (laughs) Um, Kind of feeling, I always equate it sort of like when I was in the music business and I would get like a platinum record or whatever, you know, they send you and it was, you know, from the record company and I'd go, oh my God, you know, it was, you know, let's hang this on the wall. Um, See, but you've had that experience. You've had that experience now multiple times. And so you can say luck on that first round if you want, that you got to meet those fabulous uh, producers in the beginning of your your music career. But now you've done it again. I mean, that shows that you've really got what it takes, Franny. It's not about luck for you. Well, I mean, I you know, I hope so. Um I, I, you know, I'm a hard worker and Mm -hmm. I persevere. I feel like I got that from my dad who recently passed away. Um, And 
you know, it's persevering, but it's like I was telling somebody yesterday, knowing when to pull back, when to move forward, how to be savvy, because nobody wants a past. Nobody wants to be bothered and pestered. You have to know, you, you just need to feel it out and go with your gut and know yeah. when it's right to step in, step back let it go for a while. And I have found that some of my biggest things have come by pulling back. Interesting. Um, That's when good. we were That's in People Magazine, we were approached. It seemed like, whoa, this is going to happen any minute. The minute I kind of stopped thinking about it, let go, it happened a year later. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, so, but this is one of those things that happens to people, and then it's the dream of a lifetime, but how do you fulfill all the orders? It sounds like you happen to be with- I wish I could kind of pick up my desktop and bring you around um, to meet my magnificent staff. We started out as a dining room table business. We still are. Everybody here- um, they come to my house. We work out of my house um, because we can't really, you know, afford what we really want, which is a big warehouse and everything. Um, our recording studio is now the shipping room. I love um, that. You know, we still have our meetings on the dining room table at the dining room table. We eat lunch and all meet in the kitchen, and it's wonderful for Paul because he comes home from yoga. And everybody's there, and it's a really uplifting, wonderful, spirited group of people. Um, we have our customer service, and um, see, I don't know even if that answers your question. Yeah, no, but. no, it does. <laughs> and the beauty of that is sometimes we think we want that big factory and that big warehouse, but you know, I have had friends who've gone through those stages right. and been successful and ended up. Guess what they ended up doing? coming back to their studio over their garage because it was just, it made so much more sense to having a better, better uh, lifestyle. Mm -hmm. They didn't have to, you know, drive in traffic and go to work. But also, as you said, with, with Paul, I mean, you have managed to create a happy, healthy environment and place, even in, in the wake of a very devastating situation. Yeah, I, I try. I try to do that. I mean, I tell people like, you know, it's not like you have Alzheimer's, you're stick, you need to stay home and in bed. It's not that kind of illness. And, um, and I see a lot of people that do do that and they die within a few years. Um, Paul goes six days a week to yoga for an hour and a half. Um, and then he has a music program three days a week, music, men's minds. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the other days he'll go to the beach or museum or biking, hiking, uh, movies, whatever it might be. And I have, I manage a lot of people, caregivers and drivers and, you know, a lot of work and a lot of stress, but um, he's happy. And that's what I care about. Um, 
and he's fulfilled and feels like he's purposeful. Um, and as you said, it keeps your mind positive because you have so many things to focus on. And I can relate to that because um, in not nearly as severe way, but I kind of, that's how, why I wanted to do the podcast, you know, and I didn't want to sit around and even though I have my other business, I still have been sitting and tapping my toe waiting for my husband's business to go again because it's been a while. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I am not going to sit here and stress and tap my toe. That's nowhere. So just like you said, you've got to find, and this is great advice for all women out there. If things are tough or you're frustrated, find something that fills your soul so that you can get up and have a purpose and be happy each day. Absolutely. That's all you've got. Exactly. You know, I, 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 it's so important to me. It was so important to me to find something that I, I mean, I do wake up and I feel excited and that was important to me because I, you know, I've had so much tragedy within the last five years. Um, and you know, it is true that, you know, I have my moments. I am not perfect. I get sad. I get depressed. I have days where I just can't get out of bed, mm-hmm. but I, 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 I just, as you say, you, it's how you handle it. It's how you choose to handle it. Like I say, okay, I had my day. I cried all the way downtown. I talked to a friend about my sadness. Um, and then life goes on as right. it does. So, you know, you can choose to fall apart or keep going. And, you know, I, I do a lot of blogging and a lot of stuff um, about brain awareness and health because um, I want people to know they're not alone. Not many people talk enough about Alzheimer's. No, like they, it's interesting. You know, I'm sorry, I mean, but I was gonna say we've sure. done several shows now. You're our third, maybe, maybe, yeah, th- at least third show, and we about Alzheimer's, and it's amazing how many people mm, they don't want to be that interested in it mm-hmm. when it's something that so many people are dealing with. So many, so many people, and you know, people will see us out at a movie or dinner, or whatever, and they say, "Oh, Paul looks great." wow, he looks fine. Well, he looks fine. He does look great. He's in great shape. He's handsome. He's adorable. Mm, We saw him. He is handsome and adorable. Thank you. (laughs) But he, if you talk to him within 10 minutes, you know that the, the tragedy of Alzheimer's, you know, and looks are deceiving, as they say. Um, but what a credit to you guys and, and to you to, that you've kept him physically active and fit. I mean, you, again, I have to say it in it, and I'm not just saying this word, but Franny really does exemplify so many amazing traits. And that's the biggest reason we were happy to have you on the show because you were such a role model. You truly are. And you, you, you brought down the house when you spoke that day. Um, and you had Paul up there with you and, you know, 
it's it's pretty pretty amazing. It's sober. Yeah, it makes me emotional to think about that day. I mean, it was it makes such me an emotional. I know day. it was such an amazing day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? You're 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 doing amazing things. And tell us what you have in here that you authored a book. What's the book? Or is it just your blog? I'm in the midst. I okay. have been keeping. I have hundreds of pages and hundreds of chapters. Um, I've been working on a book for quite a long time and I could never quite finish it. And I never knew why until this happened, Mm. until Paul was diagnosed. And then I decided to put it down. Obviously I've been doing my FrannyGoldie.com, but this is definitely something that I will finish. And, um, I want to, um, I think this is the, you know, end chapters of my book about how to deal with the struggle of, you know, this horrible grief and sadness and continue to persevere and go on. Yeah. And you have a son. Yes, I do. 23, who um, I adore and who's been so helpful so helpful. Um, he's with Paul right now, actually picking him up from yoga. They're going to go to, um, lunch and then go to the Getty. So it's a great day for both of them. Well, I think in all this, one of the things that's really important to talk about. So Franny, how do you keep yourself ageless in mind and spirit? What are you doing for yourself? Ageless. Wow. Um, are you talking about how do I take care of myself or how do I stay ageless? What? Well, I think most of it, in your case, it's that you're taking care of so many people. You're running a business. You're taking care of your husband. What are you doing for yourself? That's really a good question. My friends are always asking me that as well. I have a pile of gift certificates and facials and all kinds of things here <laughs> sitting on my desk, gifts from my Did friends. Did you need to use? Please go take care of yourself. No. Um, you know, I try to take some quiet time. I am so not perfect. I am trying to dance that dance like everybody else. Um, unfortunately, my knee is really bad and um, I've been told I need a knee replacement. Mm. Um so, you know, I can't walk. I, I used to love walking like every morning, three miles a day. The last few months, I can't do that. Um, I'm going uh, actually next Thursday to find out my fate and what date I'm going to set to do this. Um, but I, I try, I make time for friends. I meet with friends. I have dinner with girlfriends. Paul and I visit friends over the weekend. Um, we go out. Um, I try to find some alone time. Um, even if it's in my car, I'll even pull over to some of my favorite spots. Um, and I'll take like a half hour. I'll listen to a book on tape or I'll meditate. Um, or I'll take a really slow walk Mm -hmm. and just around the neighborhood or someplace I love. 
Well, you know, back on on a, a high note, on your Franny Gold. So I'm sorry, we said that wrong. It's Franny Goldie, not Goldie. Gold. Okay, yes, Gold with an Goldie. Goldie. Yeah. Tell us what all you have. Tell our listeners what all you have on your site because you don't just have magic pants. No, um, we have. We we just uh, come out with our um, light pants, which have been. Oh my God, people are loving them for spring and summer, and they do everything that the magic pant does, except they're a different fabric. Um, We've got some fantastic tops. No matter where you want to sort of like uh, camouflage or, you know. Accentuate. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We have something to accommodate. Um, we run from XS, extra small, to XXL to accommodate everybody. Our pants go from 2 to 24, so there's a pant for everybody. We've got um, outerwear. We've got some great uh, athleisure yoga pants. We have leggings. We might be out of the leggings right now. Those sold out so quickly. But we're coming back for fall with that. Um, so lots of lots of products. Everyone lots can find of products. something. Yes. That is great. I think And I'd be wearing my necklace right now that I wear every day, but I didn't want anything rattling while we were oh, talking. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> my glow well, Buddha. I don't know yeah. if we talked about this, but one of your inspirations for even creating your company was that these clothes are wonderful for travel. And so many of us are traveling these days and we don't want to have to check a bag and you can consolidate yeah. your wardrobe. Yeah, I mean, like, this is one of our tops. And I mean, literally, wrinkle-free. I I mean, when I go traveling, I take five tops, two, three pairs of pants, a gym shoe, an ankle boot, and some other shoe, my underwear, my pajamas, my, you know, cosmetics and whatever. I'm good to go. I put everything in an overhead suitcase. And that was my goal. I don't want to be schlepping a suitcase and everything fits into an overnight. You could wash this in your hotel room with a little Mm -hmm. bit of, you know, a dash of soap and wake up in the morning, you know, hang it up, wake up in the morning. It's dry, ready to go. I remember yeah, going on a Europe trip and that was my goal. And this was years ago. And those are the kind of clothes I was looking for. And I found a few, but not that many. But see yours, I mean, we're all trying to do that when we travel now. I mean, it's almost a must because of the way the expense and the hassle. Absolutely. And those clothes you have, you can just roll them up. And I'm sure you yeah. do. You know, you can pack so much more when you roll your clothes. Exactly. So those sound like they're wrinkle-free and easy to travel with. That's yeah. genius. Yeah. And then we have a jet setter wrap, which is a reversible wrap. So it's very easy to wear and um, you can wear either side depending. You can dress it up. It's a super luxurious, heavy fabric. Not heavy, but it swings. It's got weight to it and it's really great. We have a, a, a jacket as well called the Tourist mm-hmm. um, and they're both for travel. You know, even though you can wear them around your neighborhood or wherever you go, um, those are great. Put it on the plane when you're freezing, and then you've got it for when you're traveling to wrap up if it's cool. 
So well, it's the perfect niche for our audience. And we can't wait to share it with everyone. Yay. Ladies, check Thank out frannygoldie.com. So that's F-R-A-N-N-E-G-O-L-D-E.com. Thank you. And look at all of course, the songwriter in me goes to F-R-A-N-N-E-G-O-L-D-E, Nikki You know, I put a melody to everything. Oh, I love it. That is awesome. I will never forget that. And it'll make everyone else remember it better. That is so good, Franny. Well, you're an amazing woman. And we feel so grateful and fortunate to have spent this time with you. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much Franny. for having me. Yeah. And, you know, down the road, when you get this book finished or you something else goes major for you, come back and tell us about it. I would love to. I would love to. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. And thank everybody for listening and tuning in. Yes. Well, you take care of yourself and you too. And that lovely husband of yours. And uh, we appreciate your time. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. This episode is brought to you by the Ladies Roadmap Journal. Is your life on autopilot? To Jamie, I think to have excitement in life, you have to stay curious and keep chasing your dreams. Exactly, Lana. And that's why this self-care life planning journal, it's, it's unlike any journal you've ever used before. It's so easy and it's a way to get clarity on your thoughts and intentions. Think of it as a way to jumpstart your day or you may want to wind down your day by getting those thoughts rolling around on paper and out of your head. My favorite part is getting clear on the one thing that I want to accomplish today. And I love focusing on my gratitude for the day. That's the feedback we've been getting from the ladies that have been using the journal. They've been sharing on how the journal is affecting their lives in such a positive way. Well, we created this journal because like you, all we want to do is live a fulfilled life and stay ageless in mind and spirit. Watch your life unfold as you align and direct your intentions. To get started today, purchase your life planning journal at ladiesroadmap.com. If you want to stay up to date with our five-star podcast, be sure to subscribe to our weekly newsletter. You'll never miss an episode and you'll see our latest tried and true lifestyle products. You can sign up at ladiesroadmap.com. And ladies, if you like our show, please take a minute to subscribe and rate our podcast because it's super important so that other women can easily find the show. You can do it on iTunes or to make it even easier, we've put a link in the show notes on our website.